Two Girls and a Guy. On Mix 95.9. It's the Two Girls and a Guy Dilemma Squad in full effect this morning at 843-375-0959. I heard you in the last segment. You got frustrated and grabbed the microphone and well, I just hate, moving it all around. I just hate that she feels like she has no options because she doesn't have money. Money is not about the relationship. Mm-hmm. That's part of it. And I want her to know that just because you don't have that does not mean that you can't find love. So or she's not she's undateable. Yeah, for those of you who are just get in your car, it's Jennifer, not her real name. She wanted to remain anonymous, but she says she's divorced. It's been two years. She's ready to start dating again, but she doesn't feel like she's like really be able to a afford to date mm-hmm. and that sh- that her house is her financial house is in an order. She described herself as I'm not just broke, I'm poor and She's really, I don't want to say a complex, but I understand it. When you've been struggling for so long financially, it kind of consumes your personality and it becomes a thing that that's all you can think about because you're you're inside the struggle for so long. And in the last segment, uh, two girls and a guy fan messaged and said, how hot is she? That's going to make a big difference as to whether or not how many guys would be interested in a poor-slash-broke woman. And we got a message from Bonnie who said, pretty privilege is real. That's the that's what they're calling it these days? Pretty, pretty privilege. privilege. <laughs> it's real. I mean, she's, she's not wrong because we, as a society, we're very visual. We see it, and if it's beautiful, it's an automatic attraction. Right. So that makes sense. I think, I think for the guys... And in this particular situation, that's what we're talking about. I think women have a little bit more grace. No, we're just mm-hmm. as bad. Are you just as bad? But it, the thing is, you walk into a room and he doesn't, he's not attractive to you. But then we'll take it. Well, let's let's peel back a couple more layers. He might walk over. He might be the most charming guy with no teeth. But has a lot of money in the yeah, bank. Exactly. So we we go <laughs> That's when into you go a from a three to an eight exactly. real quick. And, and money can increase your pretty privilege. Yes. You, can, you can be real right. good looking at the bank. Trust me when I tell you. All right. Good morning. What's your name? Wait a second. Hold on. Tanya, flip her through there. All right. Good morning. What's your name? Jamie. Hi, Jamie. It's our two girls in a guy dilemma squad this morning. You're on the air. Go ahead. All right. So I'm in her shoes dating a guy who is financially stable and it's equal to the sense of I contribute back by cleaning we have a great love language it's our second time around Mm so you know we're both divorced and I before I was divorced got a job that I was able to get by supporting three kids and moving out on my own for the first time in 21 years right I basically take care of myself and when I can pay it's usually for the dessert like he'll pay for dinner and we go to Carmela's I'll pick up the tab at Carmela's or there you go you know, or I'll buy a drink or two or, you know, whatever. Like, as long as I put forth the effort to at least try to pay once or twice a month, we really have never had an issue. And because we live in a house together, that is his, that he pays the mortgage to, I give him rent because I'm paying, I'm living there with two of my kids. So I'm covering, you know, electric and all that stuff too. And you know, I I feel better knowing that I can help that way because if I'm going to pay him, I'm going to pay rent too. So, um, and he does not look at me as someone who can't bring anything to the table. It's right? You lovely. you have your you have your person. Mm-hmm. Once you find yeah. your person, it doesn't matter. You probably bring so much 
other so many other things to the table. The money is nothing. If he's got no. the money and he can cover it, that's fantastic. You do your part yeah. and he does his part. But it can be. And just like, exactly. okay, let's. Uh, the other part is it can be the problem if you feel taken advantage of. Exactly. That's the difference, right? Like money wasn't a problem like with me, with my ex-boyfriend yeah. until I saw the mess. And I'm like, you could have just helped me out today and cleaned up the kitchen and put things away before you sat down in my bed and ate that sandwich before I came exactly. or after I came home from work, you know? So as exactly. long as you feel like you're doing that and you're contributing mm-hmm. and there's no taken advantage on either situ- either part, mm-hmm. I think you're fine. Mm-hmm. It's about the expectation. Yeah. Don't expect exactly. me to pay for it, and you don't you don't bring anything to the table either. Exactly. I mean, we we actually had a very candid conversation yesterday because we're looking at getting married next year, and he's like, "I'm just not financially ready to make the commitment." And I was like, "I don't care." I said, "I love you. I don't know. You know, we we I know his financial situation. A lot of the stuff he still has is with his ex wife mm-hmm. and his refinancing, all that stuff. I'm not with him because of that." Yeah. I am not with him because he's got dollar signs and makes great money. I am with him because of what he does to me emotionally mm-hmm. and yep. mentally. Because when I didn't have in my first marriage, I am getting 100% in him. That's and awesome. money is like 100% at the bottom of the whole thing. All right. So you're, you're, speak, you're speaking, we're coming up to the end of the segment real quick, but oh, you're, right. you're speaking directly to Jennifer right now. She's Absolutely. in the situation that you were in. She's feeling less than... Because yes. she doesn't have a lot of money and she doesn't want to be somebody's hanger on her, meaning yeah. she, she doesn't want to seek out somebody specifically for money. She doesn't want to be thought about that, you know, exactly. in that light either. What advice do you give her right now? 30 seconds on the radio. Go ahead. My suggestion to her is go in with an open mind. I literally wasn't looking for anybody and it fell into my lap. And that conversation didn't happen to like the third or fourth date because I had to be transparent. For myself, Mm -hmm. like it made myself feel better knowing that this is what I'm bringing to the table. But we already knew we met out on just doing name that tune like he was the guy doing it. I loved his energy. And that's what I fell in love with. I didn't care. I didn't know what his financial situation was. So I loved his person, not his pocket. Right. So or his wallet. So you just got to go in with an open mind. And I literally just don't look at him for money. I look at him for love. So that's that's wonderful. And you notice she said it was three or four dates in before she openly talked about Mm -hmm. her finances. Have them fall. Jennifer, have them fall in love with you first. Yeah. Then spill your beans. It sounds like she's wrapping her. She's wrapping her whole identity around being poor. Yeah. She can't do that. But the positive side of that is everybody's called in and says she's taking care of business. She's not poor. She may be struggling, but she's struggling. Yeah. But she's not poor. Exactly. And my first date, he took me on, like, the biggest date was Hotel Bennett. So, boom. Uh, <laughs> yeah, girl. Well, we want an invite to the wedding when it happens. Absolutely. <laughs> so, he, he was a winner at that point, but that was, like, dang. So, I mean, and we're two years, two and a half years in. Awesome. We are still amazing together. So Fantastic, dear. Have a great day. Yeah. All right. You too, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.